Well, welcome to the Faith Life Podcast, where we seek to answer cultural and biblical questions through the lens of Scripture. I'm Seth, and I have with me Jordan, and today we're dealing with the area of politics, and in particular, politics and the church, and politics and the life of the Christian. Can you kind of elaborate on the question for us today, Jordan? Our first question is kind of a two-part question, and the first part being, what role should politics play in the life of a Christian? And then the second half of that question, what role does politics play inside the church? So the first aspect that I would deal with is dealing with the life of the Christian. Well, as a Christian, we are followers of Christ. And so our chief end is that we no longer live for self, but we live for the glory of God, the one who shed his blood for us, the one we have received the very life of Christ. And as the Apostle Paul said, not I, but Christ. I think one of the greatest dangers that we can have is we try to compartmentalize Christ. Lord, you belong in one area, but you don't belong in, in this area. And so the Bible clearly teaches that for the Christian, Whatever we do, whether we eat or drink, we do all for the glory of God. And so the idea that we're going to separate our faith and our politics is not biblical. Uh, we, in fact, there's a couple aspects that I would look at. Number one, I would look at is that we have a responsibility to do good. And so one of the very least of our responsibility is to, is to vote. To vote people that most align with scriptures. Most candidates are not going to be perfect. And we understand that government doesn't say, but we are called to be what? Salt and light. And what is the role of salt? Uh, the role of salt is to prevent decay. And God calls us to be salt. And so we are to prevent decay in our culture. That's what we are called to do. And so as our government, and, and let's be honest, it seems as if our, our government and our, our morality and our values as a nation continues to erode. And I think Christians have a, a role in the blame of that because we fail to live distinct lives. Lives that say, hey, I am a genuine follower of life. Now, we're not going to be perfect in that. We, we have our times of failure. We have our times of messing up. And, and that certainly, but ultimately, do we desire to live lives that glorify God? So, are we being salt in our community? And at the very minimum, that is a responsibility to vote and vote according to scriptures, to vote which candidate most aligns with scriptures. We also see that we're to live what for the glory of God. And so the idea of separating uh, the Christian walk and the idea of separating uh, that from politics is just so foreign from a biblical standpoint. And, and let me give you an example of this. Think of the life of Daniel. Here Daniel was taken from his homeland and placed in a pagan land of Babylon with all this brainwashing system. You can read about this in Daniel chapter 1, Daniel chapter 2, Daniel chapter 3. Daniel, though, lives in such a way. God's hand is on Daniel and the other Hebrew children there, and God exalts him, and they become leaders, like governors and mayors and, and councilmen, so to speak, in this area, and they begin to affect this wicked Babylonian culture that had a plurality of gods uh, to the point where Daniel is speaking to Nebuchadnezzar. He has the opportunity to speak to the one that's in power. And eventually the, we find that they don't bow and they stand firm upon the truths that God has given them. What we're finding is right now is that a lot of Christians are bowing down to culture. And that's not what God has called us to do. He's not called us to bow down to culture. He's called us to live for him in spite of culture. 
And it doesn't mean we don't have fear. Uh, it doesn't mean that we don't have these different uh, burdens that come upon us. But man, what it does mean is that we're going to follow God and obey God rather than men. So just the first direct answer to your question is that as a Christian, we absolutely, absolutely should affect the way we vote as well as it should affect all the areas of life. And what was the second part of that question, Jordan? The second half of that question is what role does politics play inside the church? So I'm going to answer this or speak to this from a pastoral perspective. So as a pastor, what are we called to do? We're called to preach the whole counsel of the Word of God. We're, 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 we're called to not hide from any parts of the Bible, to preach the Bible, the Word of God, in season and out of season. That means preach biblical truth when it's popular, uh, preach biblical truth when it's not. Now, we have warnings in the Bible that in the last days, people are going to have itching ears. They're not going to endure sound doctrine. And so when we think about the word sound, it has to do with a vessel. It has to do with something that's solid. And so we are told that, hey, people are not going to endure sound doctrine, regardless of whether people endure it, regardless of people, whether they accept it or not. The role of the pastor is to preach biblical truth. Now, while we're not to simply preach politics, most of our issues are not political issues. A great deal of our issues are biblical issues. And and the main problem with us is not a political issue. We have a sin issue. But guess what? We have the solution. It's Jesus Christ. And so as a pastor, we want to speak to issues biblically. We want to speak to the issues such as life. We believe that God created life. He created male and female, distinct but equal in the image of God, biologically distinct, functionally distinct, uh, for the benefit, for the glory of God, but also for the benefit of society. We believe that children are heritage from the Lord. Uh, the Bible teaches that they're knit together in the womb. And we see that that's precious, so precious that Jesus Christ came and sacrificed his own life that we could have eternal life. And so the idea that we won't speak to areas such as the uh, being pro-life or speak to the area of abortion being a sin. Now, we believe also that God grants forgiveness. Uh, there's always consequences to sin, but we believe that through Jesus Christ, there's forgiveness and Christ is able to save to the uttermost. But we need to speak to those issues. And so we need to speak to the issues such as uh, the, anything dealing with the family, uh, God's design for marriage, men and women, that's God's only uh, design. He only recognizes marriage between a man and a woman. Uh, speak to the issues of things like the pro-life movement. The, the idea that we can sit passively by where 60 million babies have been uh, aborted in America, the safest place for a child uh, should be in the womb of its mother. And the idea that we could just sit there and that, that's a blemish on American culture and American society, a huge blemish. And I believe it grieves the heart of God and it should grieve our heart as well. The idea that we are embracing this transgender ideology and that uh, we fail to teach what the Word of God teaches on these issues, even the area of race, what does God teach? The descendants of Adam and Eve, one race. And so we want to teach biblical pictures all the way through because guess what? God's word has the authority and the solution uh, to to speak to these issues. Uh, solutions are not going to come through government. While government matters, we, we have to be very careful in thinking that we can just sit passively by where unrighteous people are being elected and, and people that are making unrighteous re- uh, rules and legislation 
and expecting that we're going to be able to live in the uh, live in that area. Right. I think it's a one big issue that's common among uh, young people is gender identity, and you know, uh, us as as the church should make sure that our young people know that God created man and female, and that is the only two genders. Our next question uh, would be: What issues should Christians place? as a higher priority when we are voting? I think that is a wonderful question. Are there issues that are more important than others? And I would say absolutely. I think any issue dealing with the family, because the foundation of a society is going to be its families. And so if you're decaying God's design of marriage, you're trying to destroy God's design for gender, uh, you're seeking to destroy God's design for authority, what do we find? We're finding that now there's a rise in crime, a rise in rejection of authority. And, that, and I think that's because we're going further from God's biblical commands and biblical truth. So for me, uh, one, life is important. So I'm going to have pro-life. I'm looking for pro-life candidates. I'm looking for uh, candidates that also uh, believe in God's definition of marriage, okay, between a man and a woman. I'm looking for candidates that embrace God's design of male and female. I'm looking for a candidates that believe that education, here's a big one, education begins in the home. Right. Uh, that God is going to hold me responsible as a father and my wife responsible as a mother, me responsible to lead my home in Christ, but to bring my children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, to train my children in the way that they should go. Not in the way that culture says they should go, not in the way that they want to go, but in the way that aligns with Scripture. So I think those issues to me stand at the forefront. I think those will be primary issues for me that I would go to, and so I would list those four. So while on one hand we do not want to preach politics from the pulpit, but the Word of God, on the other hand, we as pastors and we as Christians do not want to commit the sin of silence. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Faith Life Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. Next week, we will be discussing what to look for in a church. If you'd like to learn more information about our ministries, visit our website at fnbc.us or you can visit us on our Facebook page.